0: Well, I got a, a brief moment to interdu- introduce a dear brother uh, in Christ, Ed Kroll. For those of you who don't know him, he's serving currently as one of the pastors on staff with Park at Breakers, and God has been blessing the ministry over at Breakers. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, well, quickly before uh, we pray for Ed and he preaches, brings the word, uh, I just want to um, call out Louisette and Johanna. Could you both please stand? <laughs> and could everyone give a round of applause to these awesome women, these dear sisters in Christ. So Ed Craw is a very lucky man to be married to Louisette and to have a wonderful daughter, Johanna. Uh, these these dear brothers and sisters have blessed me tremendously over the last uh, couple of years now that I've known you, brother. Uh, and I'm looking forward to them being a blessing to us in our congregation and in this time when he's proclaiming the word this morning. So let me pray for you, brother Ed. and. Bring the word. Yes. Heavenly Father, we come to you and we stand ready to receive your word. God, would you find us humble in heart ready to receive your word deeply implanted into our hearts. And Father, would you uh, do a work through the words of your servant. Would you send it out to your people. Would the words of Ed's mouth and the meditations of his heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Speak to us now, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, good morning.
1: May the Lord bless your heart this morning. And for me, it's a privilege to be here this morning. I never thought that I will be here standing in Chicago, in Rogers Park, in this church at Park Community Church to preach the word of God, we came to the states ten years ago in 2008 just to prepare. We left everything in Curacao, my business, and my—I I had a car left, and I gave it away—and come over here in the state to prepare ourselves for ministry. So here we are still today. So the Lord is having us here, and I am very pleased and happy to be serving in this capacity. So this morning, our passage is in Psalm 19, verses 1 to 6, I'm going to do only a portion of the passage because it's too long and we got only 35 minutes here at Park to preach. It's not like in Curaçao or in other uh, um, places, Hispanic places. I love to, to preach in Spanish as well. We got an hour, 45 minutes, but here I'm limited, okay, to the time. And it's okay, you know, I will go with the wind wherever it is. But it's a, it's, a, it's a privilege. So Psalm 19 verses 1 to 6, I'm going to focus only on that part of that psalm this morning. And the theme, my theme this morning is God reveals himself so we can worship him. God reveals himself so we can worship him. Now, I am going to make you a little bit uncomfortable I want you to turn to the person at the left and your right, and you will tell that person, it's time to look up. Tell that person. No, no, no. Come on. Come on, church. Let's say that with conviction. It's time to look up. So let's look up. When you leave this place this morning, I want you to to take that with you. Look up. Just that, just look up, okay? But before I continue, I want to share a story with you. And this story happened before I became a follower of Jesus. So during that time, I had, I had everything. I had a good job, I had a car, I had money, I had uh, I, I, I was able to buy like expensive clothes. I was partying, having fun, drinking whiskey, wine, beer. You mention it. and I, I was able to do whatever I wanted. However, I didn't feel like I was valued. I wanted to belong. I didn't have my own identity. For that reason... I started following the popular pop singer Michael Jackson. He became my idol. I started I was I was trying to to uh, no wait 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 wait. I bought all his albums and I was trying to dance like him. You guys know Michael Jackson, right? He is, a good, he is a good dancer, and I was trying to be like him because I wanted to, to count, and I had more hair than I have here today, but, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this today. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, on an afternoon, I was driving home after a hard work day, and I was contemplating about my life. I had all those good stuff. I was having fun, but um, on that day, I felt a vacuum inside. I asked myself, is this the life I have to live? And I raised my eyes to the sky for a few seconds. And then I stopped my car. I pulled over to take the time to observe the sky. The sky was blue. I saw the white clouds and the brightness of the sun. And I said, this is beautiful. I love it. And right away, the question popped up in my mind. Who made this all? Where this did this, this beautiful sky come from? As I drove off, I didn't have the answer. But in my heart, the question remained. Who made the sky? How can it be there so vast and impressive? Where did it come from? I didn't have the answer for a long time. Let's pray with me. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your conviction. We thank you that you are good, that you are love, and that we we need you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So Psalm 19. We are going to see this morning um, uh, it, the, the complete collection of the, of the psalms is 150 psalms dividing into a group of five books. So Psalm 19 falls under on book 1, which has 41 books. David is the author of this psalm and most of the psalms. David was the second king of Israel who was a man after God's own heart. There are different genres in the book of Psalms. Lament, praise, trust, royal, thanksgiving, and hymns. The genre of Psalm 19 is of wisdom. Wisdom is the quality of discerning what is true, what is ethically correct, and what should be done in different situations. So open your Bible with me this morning on Psalm 19. Psalm 19, verses 1 to 6. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaim His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, and nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from one end to the other, to the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. Thank you for your word, Lord. So God revealing himself in the nature for everybody to see. The fact that uh, God reveals himself, we call revelation. It is God's deliberate disclosure to man of true knowledge of himself and his purpose and actions on behalf of us. People can see the nature and recognize God's greatness. So two things that the heavens do. First, declare the glory of God. Declares means also to make known, announce, let something be known. God wants us to know His glory. His glory refers to His royal majesty and His power. What God made is perfect and good. Second, the sky is giving evidence of God's handiwork, which is God's accomplishment and His labor. His labor. God is saying, I did this. Do you see it? Or do you acknowledge that I am the creator of everything you are seeing? So the heavens and the sky and all that's in it is giving evidence about God. So verse 2, the declaration of the glory of God and proclamation of God's handiwork take place daily, daily through the day, the white and the blue sky and the light of the day and through the night, the moon and the stars testifying of the splendor and power of God. So this is taking place continually, continually. Verse 3, the heavens are speechless and soundless, but still we can see the glory and the beauty of the Lord speak to us without words, saying, this is my glory. Not my, but God's glory. This is how you know that I, God, exist. This is the truth I'm revealing to you. Church, we are surrounded by God's presence day and night. So this message, according to verse 4a and b, goes all over the earth. Can you imagine that? All over the earth. So everybody can see the way God speaks through the sky. At Moody Church, if you go to Moody Church, I attended Moody Church for almost four years. You will see a lady or a man standing in the front before an audience who are deaf. And that person, it's doing signed languages to the deaf person because they cannot hear. Everybody knows deaf person, right? They cannot hear well, but they can see. So this person, they do sign language to um, pass over the message that has been preached by that time by Erwin Lutzer. So God's heaven is like sign language to us, declaring his splendor and authority. God wants everybody to know about him. He is not a selfish God at all. He is a God who shows mercy and grace for everyone to acknowledge him and him alone in his creation. He wanted the credit. He deserved it. That's why he is sending his message to, hit, to the entire world. Day and night, seven days a week, every month, 30, 30, 365 days in a year, every year, and through all the centuries. God speaks through the heavens here in Chicago, God speaks through the heavens in Mexico, God speaks through the heavens in China. God speaks through the heaven in Curaçao. Everybody knows where, where Curaçao is? We should go to Curaçao and preach this message. It's a tropical island. It's the, one of the most beautiful islands in the Caribbean. If everybody tells you anything else, don't believe them. Curaçao is the thing. Amen? So I saw it in Curaçao and was in awe and asked who made this incredible, beautiful heavens. When I saw the heavens in Curaçao, I had the question. But only when I read Genesis chapter 1, I found the answer. And again, and again, (laughs) and firm in Psalm 19, God is the maker of the heaven and the earth. Since then, Michael Jackson wasn't my idol anymore. God was my idol, and he he still is my idol. I worship him. I don't need to dance like Michael Jackson anymore to count. Now I dance for Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The funny story is that I once met a Chinese lady in Texas who shared the the same testimony with me. She had the exact same question and found the answer in a sermon preached in church. So in the entire universe, God is sending his message through the heavens to let people know of his majesty and power. The whole world is surrounded with the presence and the glory of God. But wait a moment. I'm not done yet because God did something else. That's very amazing. Verse, verses 4C um, to 6. Their, their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. And then he has set a, set a tent for the sun. Which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. So God made the sun and put it into the heavens. We see the sun comes out every day like a strong man. That's a metaphor, a way of saying how strong this sun is. The brilliance of the sun when it rises. It is strong, nothing can stop it from coming out. It is strong, nothing can withhold it from shining. We cannot look into the brightness of the sun for a long time. We can feel the heat. Of the sun, especially when it gets 80, 100 degrees. The sun has its own task in the story of God. It rises, sunrise. Then he moved from one end to the other end, the heavens of the heavens, that the sun set. So the sun is running its course with joy every single day. Church, God is wise. He made the sun to make a distinguish between the day and the night. This is how the sun gives glory and worship to God. Let me tell you a story, a short story. It is 5.30 a.m. And day knocks at the dark doors of night. I sit on my porch, swing under a dark green umbrella of maple leaves that hover maternally over the porch roof. And I wait for sun. A thin whips of steam hovers expectantly over the coffee cup I hold. The air vibrates with ecstatic birdsong. Cat's curls beside me her final nap before breakfast. Morning glories prepare the on for the blue trumpets. Then it happens, and I am as awestruck as if I had never seen a sunrise. Curtains of night draw back silently, and sun bursts merrily over the blue haze of distant hills. Painting earth in green and brown stripes. It is morning and it is glorious. I listen and hear sun whistle a song of new opportunity. I hear nature's first day song waiting to be sung. And I am reminded that this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. Church, brothers and sisters, when the sun comes out every single day, it's meaning that God has given us a new day and we are to rejoice because of that because of God's faithfulness we can rejoice of the sun the sun reminded us of his faithfulness that he is there for us so david is saying that the heavens is declaring the sky display god's knowledge he made the sun they proclaim the glory of God in all the universe so everybody can see so after today you don't need to look far for proof that God exists just look up and believe just look up and believe do you know the african proverbs that says you wear your hat but you keep searching for it. We do not need to search for evidence from God. It is right in front of us. Don't make it complicated, guys. Don't let anybody make you believe something different. Paul says in Romans 1, verses 19 to 20, for what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, has been, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world In the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. So God makes it obvious to people how His eternal power and divine nature can be seen in the creation. So there is no excuse for any of us sitting in this room. Stop looking for your head. It's right there. God is right in front of you. Just look up. God reveals Himself for us to worship Him. But there is a problem. Many people are worshiping the creation. Are some of you familiar with the religious group called nature worship? It is a variety of religious, spiritual, and devotional practices that focus on the worship of the nature spirit. Considered to be behind the natural phenomena visible throughout the nature. A nature deity can be in charge of nature. A place, the cosmos, or the universe. So in other words, it is a religion based on the veneration of natural phenomena. Celestial objects such as the sun and the moon and earthly objects such as water and fire. Church, the devil is a liar. Do you agree with me? Can I have an amen? Okay, I will say it again. The devil is a liar. And he's trying to confuse us and the whole world with his lies by worshiping the creation instead of the Creator. Christians, we can, we can learn from the natures on how it proclaims the glory of God day and night. Church, when the sun comes out with powers, it brings brightness, light, and it overpowers the darkness, and the darkness must go away. It cannot remain. When Jesus comes into our lives, he will chase all darkness away from our lives. Darkness must go. It cannot remain and our life will change because Jesus. Can I have an amen? Amen. Jesus. The boss. Amen. The master. The king of kings. The Lord of Lord, Amen. our Savior. Amen. He came to He comes to take over and not to help us to take over and rule our lives. And we need Jesus. You need Jesus. I need Jesus. We all need Jesus. And that's why we are here. Allow him to be in your life. Church. God created the heavens, and the heavens are declaring the glory of God. Church, we have a message. We are the evidence of God's handiworks. God created us to proclaim his glory. We all must go out and proclaim the glory of God in Rogers Park. And let people know that God is the creator of everything they see. God has chosen His church to do so. Go out and shine like the sun, bring light into the darkness and chase away the darkness, and let everybody see the light of Christ in us. Some of us need to stop doubting and believe that God made it all because His His Word says so. So don't doubt. Believe what God is telling us. He is the Lord of truth. God is telling us the truth. Some of us need to take the example of of the sun. It runs its course with joy every day again. Have everybody heard the sun complain ever? Ever? That we hear the son complain, I don't want to do this today, Lord. He just show up every day. Church, we need to stop complaining. And say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the summer. Thank you for the winter. Thank you for the snow. Thank you for my life. This is the day. Thank you, Lord, that I'm breathing. I'm seeing. I'm walking. I'm thinking. I'm working. And stop complaining. Some of us must go overseas and declare the glory of God, as our sister Amy went to Indonesia to proclaim the glory of God. So, this coming week, when you feel depressed, hopeless, unhappy, lonely, and sad, and I can understand you, sometimes it's hard, it's not easy. But I want to encourage you to go outside and look up. Look at the sky. Look at the brightness of the sun. If the sun is there, because sometimes the sun is not there, but the heavens are there. The skies is there. And enjoy it and let God speak to you you through the heavens and the nature. Enjoy His power, His love, His great. Church, He made it all for us to enjoy. God wants us to enjoy His presence. Tell Him, Lord, You created the nature, the heaven, the sky, the sun, and the moon, and the stars. What is impossible for you, Lord? Nothing is impossible for you, Lord. Can you take away my sadness? Can you take away my loneliness? Can you take away my unhappiness? Can you take it away, Lord? Can you change my marriage? Can you deal with my kids? Lord, there is anything impossible for you. Lord, today I want to trust you. Lord, I'm looking up to the heavens and the skies, and you created all, and Jesus is holding everything together. What is impossible for you, Lord? If you cannot go outside for any reason, maybe you are so sick, so sad, so depressed, or so weak that you cannot get out of your bed. Can I encourage you to first pray? Pray. Say, Lord, can you give me the strength to get up just to get to my curtain and open it? Get to your curtain and open it and let the light of the day comes in, into your room, into your living room or into your kitchen and then you go back to your bed and you will buy some strawberries at Aldi and you make a strawberry drink and you sit on your bed and you enjoy your strawberry drink from your bed and you say, Lord thank you for the light of the day. Thank you that this is the day that the Lord has made. And Lord, help me to rejoice, Lord. There is joy in Christ. Lord, help me. You said there is joy in Christ. I want to experience that in my bed today, Lord. But because I don't want my situation to to overwhelm me, to control me, to make me quiet. So just pray and ask God to help you get up of your bed maybe you say, but Ed, sometimes I I really cannot get up. It's okay. Stay in your bed. But call a brother or a sister. Call them and and ask them, "Can can you just come and just open the curtain for me? Don't let the curtain close. Don't let the darkness, like, don't be in the environment of the darkness. It's not good for you, especially if it is the day. And maybe you say, but Ed, sometimes it's dark in the day. It's okay. Sometimes it's too dark in the night. It's okay. You enjoy the moon. That's why God put the moon and the stars. But the thing is, don't let anything overwhelm you. And I, I understand. I know I'm not in your shoes. I know it's hard It's hard, it's not easy, but we have a big God, a God of power who can change, who can transform our lives. He he can do it, he can do it, but we need to trust him. Two years ago, I was in the hospital, Northwestern Hospital with cancer. It was a difficult season. And I remember the first day, they gave me a nice room with view on the lake. You know what that means? I didn't even close the curtain. The curtain was open the whole day, every day, day and night. Because the sun. Was my hope and my strength to help me go through chemotherapy five days a week, 24 hours under chemo. I wasn't sure of the next day, but because I know that God was with me and God is with me, I have that hope. And I am early in the morning, I will wake up and wait for the sun, for the sunrise. And then for the sunset, and I, I, I made the decision. I said, in the circumstances I am with my body, with the mass here, I am going to glorify Jesus. You know what it means at crawl being in Northwestern Hospital? Let me explain it to you. Northwestern Hospital became my mission field. I proclaimed the, the gospel to the nurses, to the doctors. When they enter my room, it's like entering in the kingdom of God. They couldn't understand how I was so peaceful in that condition that I, I was. I was because God set me free from cancer. I am cancer free because of His glory. You see, we can trust Him. He can move the mountains. I took the decision that with my sick body, I'm going to look up. I'm not going to look at my cancer. I'm going to look up to Jesus from where my hopes come. My hope is built in nothing else. You know it. Let's say it one more time. My hope is bid in, in Jesus' and Jesus' name. On other rock are are sinking sand so in conclusion we do not worship the creation we look up and see the greatness and the beauty of the sky and worship the god who created all let's pray father god thank you thank you that we have hope in christ lord Father, you are a good God. You are a great God, Father. And we are helpless. Father, we need you. We need your presence, Father, every day. Father, some of us are weak in our faith. And you know that. We need your mercy, Father. some of us are stuck, Father. In our sickness and don't know, we don't know, we don't have any clue how to come out of it, Father. And Father, we, we want to encourage those brothers and sisters, Father, who are stuck in life for every, every reason, Lord. And Father, show us how we can be a shoulder. How we can, how we can encourage those brothers, Father, and sisters Father, we we want to pray and we want to ask you, Father, to move the mountains, Father, whatever mountain it is, Father, because you are a great God. And you alone, Father, can can heal us. Heal us with your healing hands, Lord. Lord, we need you. Father, we, we we, we declare that we need you, Lord. We need your strength today. We need your love. And we want to follow you, Lord, every single day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.